0: The Journey Hometown Journal.
1: Our mission is to alleviate human suffering right in those moments by the power of volunteers and the generosity of donors. And so that's what we do.
0: Welcome to the
2: Hometown Journal. I'm Mark Edwards. January is American Red Cross Blood Donor Month, and we wanted to share some information with you about how you can donate blood as well as be involved in some of the other services the Red Cross provides to our communities. Michelle Dowdy is our guest today. Michelle is the Executive Director of Virginia's Blue Ridge Region with the Red Cross. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for coming in today and being with us on the Hometown Journal. Hey, thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about your background and then how that led you to working with the American Red Cross uh, here in Virginia.
1: So I went through graduate school and then my first job out of grad school is at the United Way of Tampa Bay. And so my job has been in nonprofits and it's taken me um, between that and actual mission work, uh, domestic mission work. I've been from Florida to outside Seattle, Washington to now Lynchburg, Virginia. And uh, I've done a gamut of things between development, fundraising, event planning, volunteer services work, and now I have the honor to work with um, the American Red Cross as their director, and it's been an amazing organization to be
2: with. What was it about nonprofits that first attracted you?
1: Uh, I remember when I was in community college right out of high school, I told them I wanted to work with the homeless, and the lady who was helping with my career told me, yeah, that's not something you can go to college. You know, there's nothing in college to help you to do that. And so I did what most people do. I signed up for business and then decided that wasn't me and did PR. And with that, though, my passion, I share that because my passion always been to help the community in some way I can, Um, whether it's, you know, in my personal life through my own endeavors, and then also through my uh, work in nonprofits. And so really, it's just been something that's been a part of my heart. And I guess just what I was created for, in some sense. And it's been a really great experience to meet all the folks that you get to work with in that line of work. I don't know that I'd ever leave nonprofit work.
2: As we've mentioned, your work now is with the American Red Cross, and that's the the Blue Ridge region of Virginia. Tell us a little bit about the services the Red Cross provides to communities to across the country, really, and then we can go into maybe some of the specific details of some of those services.
1: So we have a huge amount of things that we can do in our community. Our three main things are our blood services, our service to armed forces, and our disaster relief. And under that, we have different things. And so our blood services, of course, we collect blood, and then those are in our hospitals. Uh, We collect blood all throughout the area, and so a lot of folks listening have probably donated or have been a recipient of blood. And so that's what our blood services kind of focuses on with that, and then there's different programs and things that we work within that in communities. Our disaster services, we locally do home fires. So when there is a home fire, we are there also with first responders, giving people something in immediate need. We have hygiene kits. We have financial assistance that will help them just get through the next 24 to 48 hours until they can get their ducks in a row or meet with other organizations that can kind of do long-term or their insurance. On top of that, there's also, if needed, there's long-term recovery that we can help them with by connecting them with other partners and programs. But our mission is to alleviate human suffering Right in those moments, by the power of volunteers and the generosity of donors. And so that's what we do in that. And then also, that kind of goes into our national relief. We have volunteers headed out to California, if not already from this specific area, helping with all the flooding. And those are Red Crossers from all over the country. We just have a really great active volunteer group here in Blue Ridge. That has just come back from, you know, time in Florida, and now they're packing their bags to head across the country to go help with the flooding out there. And so those are all part of our disaster programs. Under disaster, we still do preparedness classes, and so we will do hands-only CPR, which is free. We have also CPR and first aid classes that you can do um, that's in our preparedness that you can sign on. We do things within companies. We have different programs we can offer to the community. We do stuff with children to give them readiness, like how do you prepare if there's a home fire? What do you do? Different things. Um, and so we just kind of have a lot of educational pieces under disaster that if anybody's you know, interested, whether you're a teacher or a business owner, there may be something that we can do with your group of people. And then our service to armed forces. We We're created on the battlefield many years ago by Clara Barton, our founder of the Red Cross, and we still are committed to our our troops and their families. And locally, we send supplies overseas to uh, bases where military are stationed. We also have we are the government ordained communicator between our soldier and um, family back home domestic. Although we receive no government funding, it is what we do. And although there are cell phones and computers now, we still have to go through those chains of command. Let's say you wanted to get a hold of your family member overseas, but to tell them, hey, we need you to come home or here's an emergency message. To make it validated, it has to go through the Red Cross. And so their commanding officer works with the Red Cross and vice versa to either get information here or information um, to them. And that is done by volunteers and staff. And then, of course, through that, we have some programs for our military folks. When they come back, we usually welcome them home. We'll be at bases to kind of tell them, hey, thank you for going overseas. We're there when they depart. In different parts of the country, there's different programs depending on the military presence. And we do some mental health work here after they get back. We have some classes. And those are all done by volunteers who have Um, license in that thing. So I could keep talking. There's a lot of, even in disaster, there's mental health that we provide for folks that have been through those things, again, by licensed professionals who volunteer their time. And so we really do try to make sure that by our mission statement, alleviate human suffering in any form or fashion we can in those moments.
2: When it comes to the CPR training, that's available to individuals or if a business or an organization says, hey, we would like for all of our people to learn CPR that's available?
1: Yes sir, so they can do it by groups or you can sign up, have a spot in the class.
2: That is Michelle Dowdy of the American Red Cross Blue Ridge region and this week we're letting you know about the services the Red Cross provides and how you can be involved. To find out more about blood donation or volunteering in your area, visit redcross.org. For the Blue Ridge region of Virginia, you can also call 434-385-1234 back with
0: more in a minute. The My Journey FM app. So many different artists. Music, hope, and encouragement anywhere, anytime. Brings you to a whole new level. Your favorite journey artists all on your phone.
1: A lot of encouragement.
0: If you want to help share that hope and encouragement, you just have to tap give now to support the journey. The My Journey FM app. Get it today in your app store. Now back to more of the Journey Hometown Journal.
2: Mark Edwards back with you along with our guest, Michelle Dowdy, the Executive Director of the Virginia Blue Ridge Region with the American Red Cross. January is Blood Donor Month and just before the break, we were talking about the need for blood donations and why it is so important.
1: I think life has taught most of us that it can happen at any time. Uh, It can happen in a very traumatic experience or it can happen in something that very simple that you just didn't expect. Uh, personal story: My grandmother, you know, my brother is a paramedic in Florida. My grandmother had a heart attack on Christmas Eve at our house, and he began the process of getting her on the floor and all those things before nine one one showed up. The emergency responders they said my brother saved her life by knowing what to do in those critical moments. And so, although he didn't have to start CPR yet because they were there by the time he got her on the ground, head back, all those things to prepper, he saved her life and gave her more years with our family and. You know, this was before I knew Red Cross. So I ran across the house and was like, what's happening? <laughs> you know, but <laughs> there is a moment where you know what you're supposed to do. And I think being trained, I now I know training, I know what to do. Even if you never use it, you at least have the mental capacity to say, okay, in that moment, this is, these are step one, two, and three. You're not scrambling, wondering, what am I supposed to do?
2: I think the the, the program that the Red Cross has and the, the work that you do with people who have lost a home in a fire and that immediate response i was involved in a a recording of a project back several years ago and the focus of that was just one of the things the red cross does for that family is if it's in the winter time or time when it's cold immediately there with blankets for them
1: blankets and socks Mm -hmm. things that you just don't grab on your way out for Mm -hmm. sure
2: within the red cross are there services that are unique to communities like what this community may do their programs a little different because of the nature of the community as opposed to somewhere else or are they all pretty much standard across the country
1: so they're pretty standard because we all have the same name Red Cross so they Mm -hmm. want to be sure that folks are getting the same help that they would be getting Virginia to Wisconsin whatever that may be the Red Cross has a brand and we want to honor that brand Something that we do do locally that our disaster program manager had a heart to do. He makes, um, when these folks show up at your house, he had volunteers. And I know that we have different partners all throughout the community that have helped um, dog bags and cat sacks because a lot of these folks have animals that are Mm -hmm. their family. And so we do bring something for like a little thing of dog food. I think there's a blanket and a toy. And then the cat one has a little cat letter, a little cat toy and things like that just to kind of say hey we care about you you're you're a person and we know that this may be something so our volunteers keep those supplies as well in their car so in addition we have the we have the hygiene kits that go to the parent the, you know the adults in the home we have children's sacks that have coloring books and things like that, that that's across the country you're going to have something for your children but he had the idea to bring in the dog and cat and then also locally we have included um backpacks because some of these kids you know you still want to go back to school. You still want to have a normal life. And so um, to maintain that for your children, of course. So we bring school supplies as well. So that's something that our chapter does uniquely because of our volunteers and our partners that are able to give because that's not a Red Cross thing. And so um, that's solely done in this community and by the generosity of the community providing that for us.
2: The idea of the coloring books, the backpacks for the kids, so important, Mm -hmm. one for their own emotional and mental health, but it also maybe helps the parents as well. If that is a a bit of a distraction for the child, something that they can occupy their time with, it helps the parents be able to focus on what they need to do. And that is dealing with the loss of a home and finding uh, a place to live.
1: Yeah. When everyone's just, I think you're in that unimaginable moment of shock. Yeah. I've been to a couple on scene and it's, it's, It's a powerful time because you see these folks who are losing everything and they're maintaining, like you said, composure, trying to move forward. And then you've got our volunteers and they're speaking with them. You see the first responders, you know, doing what they need to do to make the area safe. And it's really a community collaborative effort, yet it's... I can't, I can't fathom nor do I want to in some senses be on that side of the fence, but I'm thankful for the partners and us that are there for them and what we can provide because of the community providing to us to make sure that happens.
2: Well, it's tremendous work that the American Red Cross does across the country and then here in Virginia as well. Our guest today on the Hometown Journal is Michelle Dowdy. Michelle is the Executive Director of the Blue Ridge Office here in Virginia. So at January is National Blood Donor Month. How's Virginia doing as far as the the current uh, blood supply and then share uh, if there are needs for more donors and maybe the type of blood that's needed.
1: So our shelf blood has shelf life of about three days. So as soon as we get it, we need to move it or get it somewhere within three days for it to still be useful. Um, That's never a problem because the need for blood is very big. Uh, And so right now, as you can imagine, We never have a plethora of amount. We're never like, hey, we are good on blood. Nobody needs to give for the next six months. Um, We always say we're in a critical need because we are. Again, it goes back to CPR. It goes back to disaster. We never know when there may be a uptick in blood, needing blood. Um, But we do know that when there's like a down a downward trend in giving blood. And so right now, that's kind of why this month is um, Blend Donor Month. We want to thank those who have been giving consistently or those who have only given once. Thank you for the life-saving blood you've given. Can you please go out and give? And if you're listening to this and you haven't given, can you go and make that effort to give? And if you can't, can you share with somebody, hey, can you? I'd love to challenge you to go give blood. We, one in seven folks that come into the hospital are going to need blood, they say. And 3% of the nation. Only gives blood. And so if you put statistics together, you're seeing that a small percentage of our country is maintaining life across the country by their donations. And I will say when we meet blood donors, they are, they give consistently every 56 days that they're allowed. If they're giving platelets, it's a different amount, or they're giving when they can. We're so thankful for that. But we really do want folks to know like, blood cannot be manufactured. Blood is not something that if it's not there and you need it, they'll find a way to give it to you. There is no other option. It's, I have to give blood for somebody else to get blood. You have to, it has to be a um, donation from someone to have. And so many people need, you know, you've got labor and delivery. That takes a lot of blood. Cancer patients use a lot of blood. Trauma, you know, there's different reasons and there's different needs. And I can't stress enough how much it is important and how how much it is necessary. Mm -hmm. And then how thankful we are for the folks that do give blood.
2: Today on the Hometown Journal, we are highlighting the work of the American Red Cross. Our guest is Michelle Downey of the Red Cross Blue Ridge region. January is blood donor month, so it is a great time to donate to your local Red Cross chapter. You can find those regions when you visit redcross.org or do a search for your area. And for the Blue Ridge region, you can also call 434-385-1234.
0: More of the Hometown Journal in a minute. The My Journey FM app. So many different artists. Music, hope, and encouragement anywhere, anytime. Brings you to a whole new level. Your favorite journey artists all on your phone.
1: A lot of encouragement.
0: If you want to help share that hope and encouragement, you just have to tap Give Now to support the journey. The My Journey FM app. Get it today in your App Store. Now back to more of the Journey Hometown Journal. Mark Edwards back with you. Today we're highlighting the work of
2: the American Red Cross and opportunities that you have to be a blood donor during the month of January. January is National Blood Donor Month. Our guest is Michelle Dowdy of the American Red Cross Blue Ridge Region here in Virginia. And Michelle explains why January is selected as Blood Donor Month
1: when it goes downward, it's because of the seasons. We have more illnesses now. We have some closings from schools and different things like for the winter. And so some of our large spaces are closed and some of the folks that you would come, oh, I'm not going to come because I'm sick or different mm-hmm. things like that. So that's kind of where our downward comes. But yet we still have a lot of blood drives happening. And it's pretty simple to look up. You can go to redcross.org blood or download the Red Cross Blood app on your phone. Either way, you put in your zip code and it will give you all the options that are happening in your area. So you can pick, and they run from, you know, churches host them, schools host them. There's a fixed blood site here in Lynchburg off Timberlake Road. I was just there the other day. They are open five days a week. And so you can give blood there on a consistent basis. So there's options for you to give. And a lot of those drives that you see, oh, if I don't go to this church, can I still give blood? Yes. If it's on the website, you can give blood there. Um, Most of our blood drives are open community drives, unless it's a company or such that they're doing it internally for their employees. But there's, if you see it online posted and there's an opening, you are more than welcome to sign up and go. And the process is simple. They'll ask you some questions. They'll do a little mini physical, get your blood pressure, different things like that. And then once you finally get in the chair to give blood, it's a very it's about five or so minutes. I can't say it's five minutes. Then it takes you longer and you're upset or less. Some people can go really fast, but it really isn't a super long process. I understand the fear of needles. I understand the fear of I don't like to see the blood, so I just look away. The phlebotomists are always really sweet and understand where I'm coming from. And, you know, they're going to work with you because they know how important it is to come as well. But at the bottom line, you can be saving a life. I, um, I was at the Blood Donation Center, and I'll just share this little story because it was so touching. Um, I was with someone else at, inquiring about blood donations. And we happened to meet another woman who had been giving. She gives consistently. She knew the staff. You know, They welcome her in. And she had shared that a friend of hers asked her to start giving years ago because her husband had cancer and needed blood and said, will you give on in honor of him or on behalf of him or whatever? And she mm-hmm. said, yeah. And then she's done it forever. The person communicating with her and our whole conversation was like, you know what, someone in my family needed blood years ago. And it was just this beautiful, beautiful picture of, wow, I'm a part of this. Like, I get to be a part of this to tell people what we're doing is life-saving, and yet we're all full circle. Everybody so knows somebody who's needed blood or knows someone who has given blood consistently. And so it's, it's a really beautiful picture of, hey, I did this in honor of someone, and I found out it mattered, and this person saying, hey, you weren't the one who gave my person blood, but... I appreciate it because I know somebody who needed it to stay alive as well. And so it's just, it's a beautiful picture of how, giving.
2: How large is the the Blue Ridge region? What territory does that cover?
1: So we cover all of the Lynchburg region, 2000, um, out to Appomattox and Charlotte County and so forth. We also cover the Danville area, Danville, Pennsylvania, Ca- Pennsylvania County, out to Martinsville, Henry County. So it's kind of a little mixture of... <laughs> what the, I don't know what shape that would be but we're we're a very large spread the red cross designates by population not by land mass so mm-hmm. you know we all are kind of separated by the same it looks population wise so some parts some chapters may be smaller but that's because they're more densely populated and some are larger so
2: okay if a listener is interested in volunteering with the red cross and you mentioned some of the disaster relief type projects what does that look like for a volunteer
1: okay so any of our areas will take volunteers we'll even use you if you love to talk on the phone or write thank you cards we'll use you in our office so there's really an opportunity for volunteers to be boots on the ground hands in the mud so to speak on the scene at fires deployments natural disasters um you can transport blood you don't give blood you can be the ones that welcome people in but you're not the one that's ever pricking or doing anything medical um but you can do things like that you can work in the office you can be with our service armed forces you can do fundraising, data entry, whatever kind of float your boat will find a job for you. So if you have a heart to work in your community through the Red Cross, we would love to hear from you. You can go online at redcross.org and volunteer opportunities. You, you fill out like a little profile and a volunteer services member will contact you and kind of screen you for what you're interested in. And they'll know where the needs are, what we can do or what opportunities there are. We also, if you like a little more personal touch... We are welcome. You know, we're here in Candler's Mountain Road, um, right next to your station. If people, we're just not there every day. We're, we're a small staff, but we're also available if you want to contact us via, you know, our information's on the website as well. We're the Blue Ridge chapter. You can contact me and kind of talk you through. There's different opportunities um, for people to be involved. But the basic is you'll come, volunteer services will then take you, and even if you meet with me first, we'll still kind of pass you on to them. And they they're the experts to find out where you can fit best, get you through all the paperwork electronic paperwork so to speak and then get you situated we train everyone if you need if you take a job that requires training um you get all your trainings through us there is opportunities to learn how to drive you know if you're in disaster you can learn to drive one of our ERVs, emergency response vehicles uh there's trainings in um management styles if you deploy a lot. So there's a lot of opportunity to do different things. But for the most part, go online, see if there's something you like. If you have a question, say, I don't know if there's something I'd like, feel free to contact us and we'd be happy to get to know you and happy to try to find a spot for you.
2: One of the things that I was not aware of is that, because I hear, I know fire departments will do this, go into homes and help install fire alarms. I did not know the Red Cross did that.
1: Yes, we do. And actually, in some communities, we work with the fire departments. They find the homes. They tell us what to do. Well, our volunteers will go in and install them. And what we work with fire departments everywhere just in that particular project. Uh, But we do. We install up to three smoke alarms in homes for free. No questions asked. We don't ask if you financially need them. We just want to make sure homes are safe. And so we actually have a program called Homes Made Safer, and that falls under that. We have a volunteer that over the summer installed hundreds of smoke alarms. Um, It was pretty impressive how many he did just within a few short months, without the whole year, but just within that short period of time because people heard, and then they told their friends, and they told their friends, and they told their friends. And Mm so that's an opportunity that we have for groups. Um, I know that if we've talked to some, we have some churches that used to go out in groups and We identify through the fire department, where is there a place that may need this? And so door-to-door, asking, canvassing, letting people know this is a program we have. And then we train you. Again, we train and give all the resources we need if you're going out without us, if you're a volunteer going out or a group. Or if you come along with us, we do an event. You know, we'll go along with people as well. We do events every year with that. Our whole goal is to make lives safer make homes safer. We have – it's a very large number that homes that we have installed smoke alarms through the Red Cross have – those smoke alarms have saved lives. And then locally, I know that there was one a year or two ago out of Martinsville that we could validate. It takes a long time to validate because we we keep track of everything that we do paperwork, but to validate that our smoke alarms were in that home um, and were able to save those lives. And so they're free. They're a program we offer to our community. And um, that's an opportunity, one, if you need a smoke alarm, please contact us we will get them to you in your home and we install them we will go over a little plan with you and then also if that's an opportunity that you think you want to do as a volunteer with us or with a group we will train you and get you set up and get the supplies you need so that's that's a big thing that we do daily that we don't always talk about because it's kind of behind the scenes it's not the after the fact it's the pre-preparedness that we are we're trying to push
2: Well, as you've heard, there are a lot of opportunities to be involved with the American Red Cross in your community. And the best way to find out how to do that is to contact your local Red Cross chapter. That information is available at RedCross.org. If you live in the Blue Ridge region of Virginia, you can call 434-385-1234 to speak with someone about volunteering or donating blood. I'm Mark Edwards. I want to thank our guest, Michelle Downey, of the American Red Cross, Virginia, Blue Ridge region. And thank you as well for joining us
0: today for The Hometown Journal. You've been listening to The Journey Hometown Journal. If you're a part of an organization or know of one in the communities we serve and would like to be considered as a guest, please make your request at myjourneyfm.com, email office at myjourneyfm.com, or call 800-424-9594. The Hometown Journal is a presentation of the journey.